This week on Big Eyes, we recap LJ's experiences at Anime NYC. Skip returns and he gives us his thoughts on the My Hero arc. And we dive into Vegeta and Granola's characters in Dragon Ball Super. So stay tuned for these things and more on the Big Eyes Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back to the Big Eyes Podcast. I'm your host for, I guess, forever now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're still the ho- Like, it, it, we're co host You know what I'm saying? You yeah, just, man. Like, once again, you just get to hear AD's voice. <laughs> That's it. It's all always changing. He's introducing the show for y'all now. Oh, yeah. Um, but what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. Uh, back home. Back. Uh, uh, back uh, great, 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 great weekend in New York. Anime NYC. Uh, lookout was there heavy. Shout out to my brothers, Nils and Jeff. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back, though. We'll be back on Big Eyes. We oh, yes, to, sir. We had a great time at Anime NYC, though. Yeah, man. Um, we got to hear a good episode from Jeff and Mills yesterday on Lookout. We got to hear them have the interviews with Gabe. Not Gabe, oh, excuse me. Um, Zeno. Zeno. Um, yeah, we just heard a lot of great stuff from, from the Lookout episode yesterday, man. So, want to want to hear what they have going on. They were, they were live. They went live with it, and then they cut into the episode. I, I, I really fuck with that. Yeah. Because uh, they did an interview with Zeno and Anaris, who are both voice actors. Um, both are actually on My Hero Academia. Uh, she plays uh, Mirko, and Zeno is obviously the voice of Hawks. And they do a, a bunch of other amazing things. It was great yeah. to hear them on the um, on the panel that they are both on, hosted by Victoria. Shout out to the Saturday Moon Fan Club Podcast. That's the homie, of Big Eyes alum. Lookout supporter and show so much love to us throughout the weekend. So it was amazing. Shout out to Victoria. She did an amazing job. Um, uh, she was moderating that panel. Uh, but no, it like I said, it was a great weekend. I was sad I couldn't be there for the interview, but yesterday was yesterday was the baby girl's birthday, man. So I had to make sure I had to be home early to make sure I'm celebrating that. You know, but um, nah, I was. It was it was amazing. I'm so happy that they were. They, you know. Mills and Mills and Jeff held it down with that episode, so make sure y'all check into that. Where you get just a, it's just all organic, man. The the love is all organic, and I think that was just the best part. I mean, the, I mean, great thing about Anime NYC is it, obviously it's packed out with a bunch of you know anime fans and you know, people who just love this culture. But it wasn't, you know, it, it was it was filled with like black anime fans, like for real. Yeah. Like, it was it was you know it, it, you saw so many different black content creators and people who love this and. Um, you know, and, I mean, and the best thing about it too, it's it's you know, people who look like us, but don't still stay true to them and who they are. You know, they, you know, it was it was just great, man. It was it was an amazing time. Got to meet a lot of people. Got to hear some amazing, cool things and see some cool things happen, man. Got to you know, listen to you know the voices of Vegeta and Goku and hear them scream <laughs> and say them lines. And, like it was it was dope. Like it was experiences where I'm like, wow. 
you know, like starting to do this podcast just so I could create with my friends. And now we're at NYC having a great time and getting to meet other people who are doing other great things in this community. So, man, this is just the beginning, though, man, for real. It's just the beginning. It's, it's so much more things that we're going to accomplish and do and grow. And so, but for, for that step, for that to be like one of the next steps, it was it was amazing, man. So I'm, I'm, I was really excited about NYC. Uh, the fact that I got to be there, and, and yeah, it was great. That's what's up, man. Um, I gotta ask you for the breakdown because this is probably gonna be the only news section we got today. Like, I want to hear about your experience. Like, what was your experience going to Anime NYC for the first time? Like, how did you uh, enjoy it, man? I, so you know, for me, I, this is my first convention I've ever been to. Like, yeah. any type of convention. So, I, for me, I really didn't have a. a like I didn't really have an expectation in my head of how it was gonna go or how it was gonna be, um, but on that first day when me and Mills pulled up to like, <laughs> like we you know we were pulling up to to go get our, our passes and stuff, yeah, and I saw how many people were just outside and like like lining yeah. up and get in. I was like, oh, I'm like this shit's really real. Like yeah, I was man. like, oh, like this is. This is like really the community now. Um, and then it's like, man, once you get inside and you see, um, you know, all the, you know, you go inside and not even just the panels, but you go into where all the other exhibits are and you see all these other people who, you know, we have interacted with. I mean, shout out to the internet, but, you know, people who you have interacted uh-huh. with over, you know, either over Twitter, Instagram, or you've seen their stuff on YouTube and you see them you know present their art or whatever their craft is in real life you know you it's it's a little like you know like sometimes you got to take a step back and be like whoa oh shit you know what i'm saying like like that's really them or you know that's really like what they do so it was it was dope to just be in that space like for me it it, it fired a, a different creative energy in me where i'm like okay i see i see how people are doing it and like it it, it drove me to be like okay now how can i how can i take this to the next level even with you know, big eyes and uh-huh. and all the things that we're doing but no i mean it was great you know um like i said just it was great to be around people who love this culture and and just see them be them you know what i'm saying like people yeah. are there just being free like you know like i no one worried about anything you know what i'm saying exactly. like everybody everybody was just enjoying themselves um you know the the all the panels that we've gone to uh that was you know that was super amazing because like i said we saw a lot of black content creators and i think the best thing about that is black content creators who who are very much them they're still very much true to themselves and true to how they want to present their things but then it's like also you you know you see some big names you know you, you see some people you fan out a little bit you know yeah, like yeah. You, know, you get your little fanboy moments in like oh shit that's them like oh what's good like no, good to meet you and uh but you no know, from my experience and it was it, man it was it was great like the the days were going by too fast for me like <laughs> we were we were getting there in the morning and leaving at night and i'm still like damn bro like it's already that time to leave like you know what I'm saying? i was like damn but it was man it was amazing i didn't want to i didn't want to yeah it was, it was great it was it was absolutely amazing all right so what was the biggest thing that like surprised you out of everything? Like, were there any announcements that you heard, or any panels that you attended? Like, what was like? Some oh, of the biggest, big- the biggest announcement is the, the is the fucking uh, the, the Spy Family anime. That was oh, the yeah. Part. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. There was a lot of great things I was introduced. I mean, we saw RDZ and they talked about the, um, they have a they have an anime coming for HBO Max. That was really dope. Mm-hmm. They gave us a, a short preview of that. Um, they you know talked about another show they got going on with HBO Max and that they're doing and how Michael B. Jordan and Issa Rae is a part of it. Like that mm-hmm. shit was really really dope. Um, you know you, you know you, there was a, a um, there was a insider panel where we had a lot of different people from the manga industry talking about not even just being a, a, a mangaka but like talk about like marketing and anime being an illustrator being a translator and you know what I'm saying like just just little okay. things like that like uh, you know things about manga where especially the industry in America where you don't really think about all the extras that go into like what goes in like what goes into publishing a manga especially printing and and how you get the word out all that so it was dope like getting that insider information especially for this show and hopefully we'll have a um some few special guests coming on very soon um but no man it was it was amazing just to uh to just man like once again just to be in that space just to be in that space where you're just seeing everyone just have fun with anime and manga and, and just be themselves uh but no yeah it, it, over overall though you already know what it is spy family <laughs> that little that little short trailer clip that they showed and all that man mm. 2022 mm. anime of the year you could you gonna put my stamp on it i ain't mm. even mm. already even calling it already calling it i don't care i don't care about no aot i don't don't care about no attack on titan no uh uh, i mean last thing before we move on because i I think the the most interesting asset because we heard uh, from a lot a lot of voice actors um and i think the most interesting thing is that a lot of voice actors don't really know what's going on in the anime <laughs> like after the fact. I think that was very surprising to me. Um, so like I think I think that's the 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 dopest part. Even the dogs excited for it. I know that's crazy, man. We might have to cast him as e- Ein for you know. Future. <laughs> man, that's it, man. No, it, was, it was super dope, super dope. Uh, shout out once again, shout out to to Mills and Jeff, those two right there. I can. I can literally talk all day about those two and what those two mean to me and not even just as my brothers and like best friends but just as you know someone who is trying to grow and get better at, at what I do here it they those two just I mean the absolute world to me um like for real like those two right there i wouldn't even be in the position i'm in right now to be able to do this like show if it wasn't for those two so man mills and jeff are man those those two are heaven sent man they're for real like those two are heaven sent so i appreciate the lookout rnc like man to to the to my core to you know so shout out shout out to those two man those are best two niggas doing it right now you can stamp me on it you can you know those two are the those two are not for it top two guys doing it in the game right now is Mills and Jeff with the lookout and I know I I always strive to to you know reach that next level with them and then they they fuck around and push something farther now I'm like oh shit I gotta push farther now (laughs) gotta go beyond I I gotta go plus ultra now they're going plus they all saying so yeah uh, nah man but those two right there man those they 
they they are they man listen the lookout is something special the lookout is something special and, and best believe that that next year anime nyc like this year was big but next year is gonna be even bigger so uh you know once again be, be on the lookout <laughs> you already know you already know i might join y'all next year too who knows oh, hell yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> big eyes gotta be their full presence oh yeah you know, yeah there's only one half of big eyes there now we need the full we need the full team so we might as well get the get the full lookout at the next get one the full lookout man fuck it yeah man well um, that's what's up man i'm happy bro like niggas is outside for real like seeing niggas out oh, we were masked up shout out to ad for the mask if y'all saw the lookout mask y'all obviously y'all yeah. gonna see us on ig and stuff like that y'all oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to ad um <laughs> maybe, maybe we mess around and do a little small drop i don't know yet but for sure, this joints is hard, man. So get y'all, man. Listen, y'all need a lookout mask. Holla at me. <laughs> you already know. Um, but we can move on. Like that's, it, I'm happy that niggas is outside. We masked up. We safe. Like we going into 2022. I feel like everything's gonna be bigger and better with anime conventions, all of that stuff. Like this was just a small taste of what like we were missing out of from last year, and I think we're just starting to see like the beginnings of you know a new era of both anime manga as in the in the industry as a whole and i think like with all of these conventions and everything like people debuting we get to talk to you know creatives in the space you know black and otherwise you know i think it's i think it's great that we are we're in this era man we're in this time you would have never thought probably 10 years ago like it would be oh, hell nah. hell <laughs> you know nah. what i'm saying like hell no nah. coming <laughs> up as an anime fan bro i always thought this was going to be some type of niche thing like i never exactly really expected the anime to blow up and become this and not even just anime but manga like yeah manga really be manga's huge now like yes volumes sell out like hotcakes yes like you can't find the chainsaw man's anywhere like volumes really be selling out bro like manga is is on a whole 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 new level so it's god it's amazing it's special it's it's so it's such a special time to be a fan yeah man and speaking of we got one special fan in here you know what i'm saying one manga fan one anime fan um he's been sitting in the background for like the longest time like i'm I'm happy that you know he came to join us we got skip coming in man what's going on man how you doing what's good bro i know the deal i'm all cut up you know me i'm caught up on that <laughs> i know how the, i know how the story goes first of all you know shout out to uh shout out to lj for coming through to new york i'm next time y'all come through i'm definitely gonna try to be a better host when y'all come to the city for comic-con and anime nyc just getting my life together but i'm so glad y'all got to enjoy the lookout so many black people getting to experience each other in the city it's it's interesting when you see people walk on the streets in new york all the time in cosplay and then you kind of see them in one happy safe space it's like i'm a little jealous i gotta stop being lazy but we here right now guys nah yeah bro listen uh, yeah out, out east is like my second home so you know i'm listen skip we definitely gonna, we gonna link next time i'm out there but nah for sure bro for sure you and also man this ain't your first time on here man listen skip held it down for one episode while ad was out yeah you know, man doing AD things out saving the world and whatnot so you know skip held it down for him. i'm happy that you on here now you know we got the full full crew you're the next person to step up on the plate that's to 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 argue with me Mills Mills gave up last week we got another we got another challenger at the plate I'm gonna let you know I don't think this is gonna be an argument man this is is gonna be the rare time that we might be on the same side and I I am that's the only reason why I was like yo bro 
Yo, I can say from the start of this episode, guys, for like the last two months, me and LG have been going back and forth about a particular goddamn thing. It's like, yo, bro, you gotta believe. And he's like, no, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, how they write this nigga. This nigga's fucking soft. He cries a lot. He's like, yo, bro, you gotta believe, bro. You gotta believe. You gotta, you gotta see the vision. Bro, this vision, I'm... It's getting kind of it's, it's getting scarce, bro. I'm not because it's. I feel like I know where it's going, and because I know exactly where it's going, I don't like where it's going. And I was like, damn, I see exactly how they're gonna do this, and I'm not happy. Hey, my bad. I don't really mean to, to, to veer off real quick, but <laughs> I saw this video of Seth Rollins getting getting beat up by a fan or getting attacked by a fan. Yo, this shit is wild. Hey, New York's different. <laughs> New York is really different. <laughs> Yo, what? Hey, shout out to the A show. But nah, yeah, bro. Hey, listen, Skip. Me and you have we have been having a, a, a back and forth for a very long time, and I just stayed patient. I just stayed patient because I knew that everything I was saying was gonna manifest and come true. I knew everything I was saying. I was like, oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm like, y'all keep arguing with me. Y'all keep telling me that it's not. I'm like, it's gonna happen. And when it started happening, and seeing you guys' joy leave your eyes, to hear the pain start getting into your voices, to see the the, the pride and joy that y'all have in this manga start to crumble, I just sat back and I just, I I, I was just like, wow, isn't this amazing? Like, look what I built here. Look what I built. <laughs> like this is this is this is why we're this is why I do what we do. This is why I do what I do, man. Like I was like, you know what? Y'all keep telling me that Horikoshi's that guy. And I keep telling y'all that he's good at what he does. Don't get me wrong. He's great at what he does. But where he's at right now, he's looking like a fraud. And it, it's just he keeps proving me right. Like lately he has just been proving me right. And you know, to to hear you finally accept this. The fear you finally accept the dark side is just I, I I'm I'm just joyful. I don't really like Loki. Y'all two could just take the show. I'm just gonna sit back and just smile the entire time. Y'all can just feel the joy radiating from the from the uh, from the microphone. Yo, this dude has the craziest a AFO fucking evil sinister smile. I was about smile. to say, bro, this man is literally <laughs> the villain right now. <laughs> Yo, because for the longest, I felt like as someone that really loves. Well, if you guys haven't realized what we've been talking about, we've been talking about motherfucking my hero academia. And I've been trying to be like Deku, like, yo, bro, I believe in this kid. I believe in this kid. And it's like, sometimes I was like, it was just me and probably two or three others. And then we were getting, we were getting washed. And I was like, nah. And then I was like, nah, bro. Because. You, Sid, Mills, we might get Sid on next week. Listen, I told y'all, I'm gonna bring y'all all on here. And I'm just gonna listen. It's gonna be like King of the Court. I'm just gonna cook y'all one by one. <laughs> uh, but man, listen. We, I mean, we can just hop straight into it, man. Listen, it's it's my hero. Yeah. All right. So we we're gonna have to do this properly. All right. So first of all, <laughs> we we got to do this properly. All right. So Skip, we got you on here, man. All right. So give us your general impressions about this arc that has been going on for the last few months. Like, what is your take on it? Like the entirety of the new, the new heroes being um, coming in, you know, all for one, putting Deku on black, like dark Deku on this rogue mission, or whatever, everything that happened with Lady Nagan, all of the things up to Star and Stripe. Like, what, what was your take on this entire arc? All right, 
because it's been a while since I've been on here. So there are there are moments where it's like I I think when did, when did LJ make his turn? I think when I think it was the um he was he was annoyed annoyed and then we had like the dark Deku and then he was like that's when he was like I kind of like where this is going for like a second and then that second passed and he was like fuck this shit. So <laughs> I was like I, I I got what the character's about and I think a lot of people in the Discord shout out to people in the um. The lookout rnc discord um i get it at his fundamental core he has to be like a naruto-esque like character right because he has to stay true to being as close as possible to a pure version of what her hero is heroism is right and then i was like all right cool that was okay and then he kind of got his little friend no juice so they captured him and he's crying and he stinks make him take a shower then they got the sniper girl who they, yo low-key i'll be thinking that how you say his name? Horikoshi? Like, he be, he, be, he be killing, like, the cool-ass adult women. Like, he loves to, like, develop, like, the yeah, teenage man. girls. But he be murking the, the adult women that are mad cool. And it's like, yo, what is this? Because, like, I I was like, all right, I'm trying to accept that Lady um, lady um, Nagat is, like, murked. And I'm like, all right, I guess, because that whole bomb in her face thing. But then I'm, like, looking at Stars and Stripes. And I know Mills is still believing it. But I'm like, I get it. But it was so like, you might as well, what's the point? Like, we don't come away with the quirk. And I do understand that, yes, he gets scared. And of course, it's awakened something in Shigaraki of this whole friendship shit in the future. And this is looking mighty rave mastery to me. And I'm probably one of the rare people that actually read that shit because the anime didn't last. But there's a particular thing of how that last art goes where this looks fucking deja vu like and i'm not sure if ad if you remember how that went but it was like these niggas hate each other these niggas hate each other but something inside was like making one of these niggas mad evil and then all of a sudden he's like nah let me help you bro as we fight this thing on the same side and i swear to god if it's on some corny shit for the next 20 to 50 chapters of what i think is gonna go because i'm not trying to spoil it for anybody else but it's super star wars like this is influenced by so much dc by so much marvel and heavy heavy star wars and if it's gonna go the way i think it's gonna go i am super on team dark side lj i don't give a fuck i'm just here for the vibes now because now it's super like cliche how it's going and i feel like i don't care i would have to have a last minute plot twist for me to care so i'm all i'm i was at first kind of excited and now we're getting to this point with stars and stripes i'm like all right, this is this is looking too easy to 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 see how this is gonna end. So I'm kind of like eh right now. Nah, I feel you. Um, see, I I gotta go read Rave Master, but also I don't really like fairy tale like that either. And I'm wait, <laughs> wait, I'm telling you, AD, I'm telling you right now that this is nothing. This is fucking nothing like Rave Master. As a person that I before I even read fairy fairy tale and I read like Eden Zero and I don't even read it no more. It's like yeah. Rave Master is like the adult version of fairy tale niggas die in that shit like there's no yeah. friendship shit there's like niggas get clapped and i looked at fairy tales like well i'm gonna do this story except nobody dies and everyone powers up at the most random time like the main character was on his edward Elric shit he was getting murked this nigga was getting beat the shit out of every time it took him like near the end of the book for him to be like you know what you actually have talent nigga you can do some shit so i think it's not that long of a read i think it's less than 200 chapters Thing is less than 200 250 so you can you can kill that shit 80 you can kill that shit but for me i love that that's the only reason why i gave fairy tale a chance it's the only reason why i get eden zero a chance and when i realized that this nigga's been remixing the same story and made in it fucking kitty kidified i was like fuck this nigga fuck everything he stands for he ruined it so 
I like how this nigga caught a stray though while we talking about work coaching. That shit funny. Um Cause but. he's on big eyes. He's my energy. <laughs> I don't know what my energy does to people. They get on this show and they start hating everything. They just, they, they just hate everything. I feel it. I love it. I told you I'm sitting back just smiling right now, man. Just the the, the influence to hear the negative energy what horror coach he brings to the people. I told y'all, man. He was looking kind of frauded. I was like, man, I, listen, bro. I was I was caught up in the hype for a second. My eyes is blind. My eyes is blind to it all. Then then I finally woke up. My eyes are clear, third eye open. I was like, oh. I was like, hold on now. I was like, horror coach, what are you doing? But, um, man, listen, man. Like, I'm not going to say, like, horror coach is bad and things are getting predictable. But I will say, like, I'm tempering my expectations. Um, I do foresee now that, you know, the quirk is pretty much dissipated and off one ran out. Like, he's low on quirks now. Like, he's not as strong as he used to be thanks to this entire situation. Um, because he had to fuse with the Nomu even to get out of there. So it's like we needed this nerf so we can kind of gauge where the rest of the kids can come in. So I think we're going to see like one final training arc, maybe them entering their second year for the first time finally. And then if if that or if they because they only got like what a week left at most now, like and they said to spend this week as wisely as possible. They got the film on all for one so that maybe they could try to figure out how things are going to go from this point on. So we might see a, a, a slight training arc, slight study arc just to kind of figure out their attack plan with you know this entire situation because they only get one shot at this otherwise if he recuperates like it's it's game over for him um but yeah i think we're gonna see that and then we're just gonna jump into the final war ad i'm telling you this is so predictable bro like it it feels like there's so many movie analogies come to my mind when i was listening to both of you that i know how this is gonna go these niggas gonna train they're gonna get real strong they're gonna fight this nigga they're gonna probably take down all the other villains it's gonna be the last fight and it's gonna go these niggas are either evenly matched or shigaraki's gonna be slightly stronger and it's gonna be on some what movie was that when which mccullough died I think it was uh that third matrix shout out to the matrix coming back but when when fucking neo allows himself to get stabbed and he kills him from the inside type shit i'm telling you it's all in the fucking notes it's so fucking easy like once i saw they did that with sergeant sharp it's like you fucking foreshadowing i know what they're gonna do he's gonna be like eh, i gotta give this shit and like look if you guys already know this is spoilers look this is a theory i'm praying it's not gonna be that easy but something tells me it's gonna be on some Vestas world battle, real life battle, and then they're gonna have to beat them at the same time. And then it's gonna be on some, oh my god, Shikaraki and fucking Deku are best of friends. And I'm be like, nah, this nigga's supposed to be in the fucking dirt. One of these niggas gotta kill each other. I refuse for both of these niggas to live in the same exact fucking ecosystem, being best of friends. These niggas were trying to, no fucking way. I, I cannot be satisfied if it goes that way. Nick, one of these niggas gotta be in the dirt. I'm not gonna hold you. While you talk about that vested battle shit, I have a feeling because um, All Might can sort of tap into De- Deku's. I feel like there's gonna be a vested battle with him and All for One one more time in that world, and that may be the time where we see All Might, you know, pass away, and then that's how Deku really becomes the number one hero. Like that would probably be the more hypest thing out of all of that. But like it's still mm. kind of predictable in in the sense of like, damn, bro, like, wow, <laughs> it's gonna take away from all. I'm just saying, you giving you giving you giving all my lot of credit. I thought he's gonna be, I thought he's gonna be in the dirt before he even gets a vestige. Because remember, you have to be him physically first, and then vestige is like that interior battle. So I think Omar's gonna do one last hurrah, probably to 
create a lane. Nah, he's done. He's cooked. Oh my, he's done. He's gonna die. No, he's gonna die. No, I'm, saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's gonna die, but I'm just saying like that's probably the last that we'll see of All Might like in the Vestige world. Ah, uh, maybe. Um. Okay, I've been talking really bad. I haven't really been getting my reasonings behind on why. I think that this this whole trying to make uh stars look strong in the end but also kind of keep shigaraki strong and it, it, it it's too middle of the field and when you do this middle of the field thing you end up putting yourself in this corner where you have to do these like ass pull things or you have to do these things that come out of left field that really don't make sense um you know in, in this chapter it made everything it, it made it feel like everything that led up to this was pretty much pointless she kind of died she she died really for no reason like granted she was able to you know her, her cork was able to go uh into um all for one and i guess erase some of the quirks but not all of them just you know pretty much erase some of the quirks that he has stored up um but then she ends up dying the quirk goes away and you know pretty much you kind of you know you get you know you obviously see that shigaraki and all for one they still have this split personality thing going on um but when that happens um but no but like when that happens and she dies it's like he's still alive though and he still has the power to take other people's quirks so it's like all he really needs to go and do is man give him like what 48 hours he's gonna be restored on everything everything that he lost is gonna, is gonna come right back so it really doesn't make any any sense to me like why are you gonna introduce this this character also goes to uh i think ad you made the point or skip one y'all two of you kill a very strong female female character that you know that comes in and you know she comes in looking very strong but just to kill her what like two three chapters after like what was the yeah. like what was the point of her pulling up especially now that they're you know they're acknowledging her now as the strongest hero in the world and like well she's the strongest hero in the world and she went out like that like i'm like god damn like what do you think of the people behind her <laughs> because this doesn't do anything um you know and then you know you obviously you get a quick glimpse a uh, quick glimpse of salam um as you know his you know as his uh country is like nah you're you're coming back like you're not there's no way we're gonna send you out there so all this all these things happen and it feels like there's little payoff like obviously this you know stars are supposed to be a, a quote-unquote bench benchmark for to see how strong shigaraki really is but even now it's like i'm not leaving this feeling that shigaraki is any stronger than what the last time we saw him. um now they're just pretty much like hey thanks for dying <laughs> stars thanks for dying you give us a week extra time instead of three days but i think you're forgetting the fact that it's like not only was he the benchmark but he also was he was also getting all of his quirks ripped out though so that's one thing that star stripe did like i what we're really forgetting is the fact that like she was the world's strongest hero and they had to call her in because you know half the 80 percent of hero society quit on these niggas so like they only had so much that they could do so that's why they made the call the first time but they were like you know you're gonna have to wait on that but this is the first time that they're introducing them so it's like all right how big is this threat so they introduce you know star strike who is you know supposed to be the strongest now but 
you know, and we get a good we get a good backstory for her. Like she ties into the movies, which is really dope. You know what I'm saying? But like just for all of that to go away within like four chapters, like it's it's kind of crazy. You could have did that a whole lot better. Like I don't know. I I'm not feeling that either. But yo, I I just got a quick analogy. I I think Mills and OG Johnny Five I appreciate. Shout out to the a show this is like you introduce a fucking new ass fucking wrestler from a different promotion right and you hype this nigga the fuck up and it's like this nigga's motherfucking nice and then you fucking have him fucking destroy the rock lesson in 20 seconds and then brock lesson walks off and it's like yeah i'm done i'm not coming back for another six months like nigga what in the fucking point was you hyping this nigga up and we only had this person for fucking four chapters to be like oh okay sugar rocky like i i don't I, i'm trying to understand it because it's like I don't, I'm not sad that she died. She wasn't even around long enough for me to have an emotional connection. Like, I don't, I don't that's understand. What I'm like, like, yeah. We get her backstory. We get everything. We get, like, you know, we, we saw that she pretty much, she kind of had a grind for it. You know, like, she in the, you know what I'm saying? She, she in the army getting her Camaro and everything. Um, just to go outside. Just to go outside like that. Uh, I mean, I think the I think the biggest the biggest takeaway we've gotten from this is we now know how fast uh, it takes Shigaraki to take your word. That's the that's the that's the biggest takeaway. But like other than that, like all all of this has been nothing but like I I don't think Horikoshi knows what he wants to do with this story right now. I truly do not think I think that he's just like introducing characters and doing things because it's like he wants you know he wants the fans to pop like he's like oh crap like we're getting an American hero the number one American hero like damn this is crazy like this is the first American hero we we done seen you know in the main story I mean obviously if you read Vigilantes you've met Captain Celebrity and whatnot but like this is the first time we know we're, we're really getting a, a, an American hero in here and they're no oh, damn she's fighting shit Rocky like damn she's this strong oh word like she's an all might disciple like that's so like you're getting this moment just for nothing for nothing at the end of the day it's nothing and like I'm like okay so what was the point of bringing her up like if you're gonna really bring her up and like you I mean Skip said it if you're gonna bring her up why why kill her whole everything like I, I just I for me I just don't get it and like now it's like okay we got this weak time for I guess Shigaraki to reappear into whatnot and it's like okay are we going into this final battle what does this final battle look like um like what you know like now now we're in this mode where I'm like I to me I'm not even excited about what happens next I'm just more so kind of just like okay like what like Okay, like what what comes next like what comes next like what what's the what like what are we doing with this now you know, I'm, I'm damn near in a rush for him to like end it or at least get to the next climatic battle point because i'm like right now that's the only thing i'm looking forward to only thing right now that i'm looking forward to is deku versus uh shigaraki which may or may not be the final battle yeah yeah um because i'm kind of in the same boat man it's it's really weird how that feels where it's like where do we go from here like we can kind of see where it's going bro like we can kind of see where it's leading up to but this i don't know man it's weird i i really feel like with the training arc is going to come next and we're going to take our time through that probably i hope i hope it doesn't take no more than like 
three chapters whatever the training is whatever they got to do to plan and get around it prepare themselves i hope it doesn't take no more than three to four chapters i i need to get into the next part because you know i i'm i'm not looking forward to the slog if they go into like the entirety of you know what can we really do to beat him do i have a quirk inside of me do i that i have to train to like get unlocked because he we still don't know what that last quirk that he has we don't know what that does um or do we who um the last last quirk yeah um no we saw the fajin Mm -hmm. that was one of the two he has a smoke screen he has the black whip Mm -hmm. he has like the spider sense and then there's float and black whip yeah float so I mean, it, I'm just saying, like, I, we're probably gonna get whatever the last work that he has. We're probably gonna get that, and then we'll see what Bakugo and Todoroki. We see, we'll probably see like glimpses of the class here and there, trying to like work on something, or no, because the last time we left them, they were trying to prepare something for the for the campus. I don't I'm know if they got through that, but real shit, real shit, real shit. Why have they not gone back to Dobby? I, I think that's the really the more interesting storyline here. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely haven't seen Dobby in a minute. And, and like we're we're so focused on the Shigaraki thing that and, and, and the things that he's doing with it, it's making the story worse. I would rather them go back to like Endeavor looking for Dobby. Like, I would rather that than. I think there's just I don't know why, but like I think that story is way more compelling right now than this. We because we already kind of know the rift between All for One and One for All. Like we know the rift between these these parties. Like we know they're gonna meet in the final battle. We know like, and it's like you keep doing these things to make these characters look strong or make them feel like they're going through some type of emotional turmoil or whatever, whatever. But just before it to mean nothing three, four chapters later. And for this, it's like you know, especially with my hero, it's starting to become this whole like, oh, you can't can't look at it as the part you have to look at it as the whole like look at the whole arc you can't look at it from week to week but it's like i read it week to week yeah. <laughs> like i don't i don't i don't that's the, that's the second part though but it's I like I don't, yeah. sit, I don't sit and read my hero in, in chunks i read it week to week so if your week to week is ass to me like i'm sorry like it doesn't like for me it's like it don't even if the, as a whole i read this and it looks and, and reads better like it, it doesn't like why are you writing with that like in a sense that mindset if, if the week to week is going to connect like be good week to week and things just connect week to week you're going to be fine yeah we but that's the thing we'll just have to wait and see because we're we're the subject to the week to week so until we get to the answers and then read back on where he was trying to take us then it's like i mean this is this this ain't getting strong unless we go back to it you know what i'm saying before we switch to the next one, I just want to say, I do think as we get into this, I guess it kind of feels like that Naruto war arc. I think all like the generals that, you know, would be technically alongside Shigaraki because, you know, they still loyal to their mans. They still loyal to Shiggy, even though they don't know what the hell's going on with him. Um, I think Dobby and the rest of them and Spinner and all the others will be in this final clash. So I don't think Endeavor and Todoroki have to look for their... Um, 
kind of like forsaken family member, I think everything's going to be out in open street. So I think that storyline, a lot of the other storylines are going to be taken care of before we get into the final battle. But to me, it's going to be technically two final battles in one. It's like all for one has to be taken care of before Deku and Shiggy have their last fight. Like they have to duke it out, right? And the only way they can fairly duke it out is when Shiggy has complete control of his body. So on some, you know, yeah, on some Sonic and Shadow shit. Like they're gonna have to like do some final fucking fight and beat this thing and then beat the shit out of each other. So I think we're still gonna get our Dobby thing and we still have to get that. What's her name? The one that be transforming into other people. Uh, oh, Toga. Yeah, we got. There's so many people on the villain side that they have to get like they just do before us to be fulfilled as fans. So I think it, it has to come, bro. It has to come. Otherwise, I'm gonna be. I'm already kind of like on the dark side with LJ. I don't think I'm bouncing back. But right now, I'm looking at other things. Like like he said, I really care more about the Dobby thing and more about the Toga thing because there's so much emotional like depth to those things of like how they became the way that they are. So I'm really hoping that they finish those storylines off right because they, that would at least make up for the fact of this predictable main storyline. As long as the secondary storylines end in a way that makes me feel satisfied, I won't be completely and utterly livid at how this ends. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of just... I'm reading it for the vibes now. <laughs> I'm reading it for the vibes now, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, man, yeah. that's it. I, I, I'm my hero out. <laughs> I'm my hero now, man. It, it, it's draining, bro. It's draining. It's draining. This series is. It. I, it's you know what I'm saying. It's this generation's Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's yeah. this generation's Dragon Ball Z, where obviously, you know, as a, as a, you know, I'm not ever gonna act like I like. I'm not gonna act like I'm still not a fan of it, but I'm just able to call a spade a spade with this series. And I think I'm just, you know, it's it's a Dragon Ball Z, like, like it's one of the most popular animes, the most popular anime of all time is that, is that. But it's like, you gotta be able to, even with Dragon Ball Z, you gotta be able to call a spade a spade with a lot of the things that they did in it. Like, there's a lot of things that they did pretty bad. And I mean, there's really great things too, but. I mean, I agree with you, but also, I think this is the point where we can go into Super because they're trying to do something different, in all honesty. Um, with Vegeta and his character, but that's that's something different from like I don't know, man. With my hero, it's it's weird because I see the vision. Like last year, at this point in time, where were we? We were at the end of the war. We done seen like Shiggy put holes in niggas' chest, hey, like man, evaporate. War, like <laughs> the war is the one of the best things that he's ever did, and like that was like a point where my like, wow, horror coach is really about to turn this up. Like this shit's about to go get really, really dark and get really, really this and that. And the third is like maybe it was me. Maybe I set my expectations too high for him, and he couldn't clear it. I don't know, man. I feel like he's trying to he's trying in his own different way. Um, but we'll just have to see because, you know, this is this is kind of an off year for him. Like he he had he brought the vibes with Dark Deku, even though that was short lived. We He brought the vibes with Awful One and him blowing up Lady Nagant, like just showing how much of a menace he is, you know, took out Star and Stripe. So, like, it's not like he's not doing something like that's bad We're, we we do got even credit for it, at least like offering people like it, no matter how short-lived they are he's trying to show like an impact in a different way of showing like hey this man is really a menace we gotta get these young kids to like figure out how to beat this man because he is insane like this nigga is a global threat 
So I'm, I, I don't know, man. I think there's a different way that you would have to just look at my hero. But at the same time, it's like, all right, bro, like, I, I know what to expect of you. Nah, I mean, you, you brought in, like, uh, Dragon Ball Super, and I said in the chat, I was like, damn, I really think I like Vegeta. And I know I'm the one person that, look, I know Vegeta is there to get his ass beat, right? And it'd it be hurting my heart because it'd be like, yo, Vegeta's actually grown as a character so much more in the entirety of Dragon Ball than Goku has because Goku's kind of stayed stagnant. And it kind of yeah. makes me understand LJ's point of why a lot of times people never really like the main character, right? And the reason why you don't like the main character because they're supposed to be the quote unquote step, like the, the constant force, like their growth is so minuscule that you would have to really finish the series, step back and look at it. It's like, wow, he changed. It just took a long time. But the secondary characters have so much more responsibility to grow. That's why uh, Bakugo and so many other secondary characters in other series are usually the favorite. Even um, Hunter x Hunter, uh, Killua, like he's neck and neck with Gon. And even though both characters really develop, Killua is like everyone. Everyone loves this guy, right? Because he's like a rider and stuff you're, like that. You're able to do things with those characters that you're not able to do with the main. Like, that's, I mean, that's the reason. Like, once again, the main characters, their their growth comes a lot from battle experience. That's where a lot of you see a lot of main characters' growth comes from. I mean, granted, there's I mean, there's probably a thousand different series we could say it's um, different, but most shonen, that's what the, you're getting from the main character. All the other characters, though, you're you're able to play with them. You're able to kind of stretch them a little bit differently. You're able to kind of put them through, you know, different, you know, tests and trials. They're able to kind of act a little more brash or a little bit more different. Um, I mean, but I'll say this. This is why I love Jujutsu Kaisen so much, though. Because what Hotami does with Yuji, he, I mean, I don't think that... I, I think that what he does with Yuji is that he kind of he kind of breaks those rules a little bit with him. Oh yeah. Um, he, you you've seen kind of Yuji wild out. You've seen him have to like, you know, you've seen him have to struggle and wrestle with the like, damn, do I have to kill people? Like, you know, even especially in this chapter. Um, I mean, this is this chapter is a huge huge factor of it where you know obviously last chapter we saw him. Um, you know, go ask for a retrial, and they bring up the Shibuya incident where he kills everybody, and you know he, he pretty much confesses to it, and and now he's battling Higmora, uh, Moru, and um, and during their battle, you know Higmora was like, I don't really want to do this because I know you're lying, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I know you didn't really do this, like Sakuna did it, but also at the same time, Moru's like, you've had to kill someone, huh? He's like, yeah. He's like, don't feel good, does it? He's like, nah, I don't, you know. So. I, you know, I, it's a big reason why I love Jujutsu Kaisen, though, because even with all those characters, he's able, he's been able to kind of break those rules. But, um, but no, man, we, we've praised. I mean, listen, we talk about Vegeta all the time about Super. I mean, he's he, his his growth as a character is amazing. Like he even even this chapter, I mean, the biggest moment for me in this chapter is him going back, getting the sense of being and giving it to to uh, Granola, and just pretty much being like, nigga, get your ass up, go get your fucking revenge. Like, don't be no little bitch. Don't be sitting down there on the ground. Don't be crying. Like, go get your revenge. And, and even um, Granola's like, bro, you had this the entire time? He's like, man, why don't you take it during our battle? He's like, because I'm not no coward. He was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to finish the battle to the end. He was like, but you need to be able to fight this battle fresh. Um, but no, nah, I'm going to be real. This is probably one of the better super chapters. 
bring this in. I, I mean, I think the heaters are, uh, once again, once the heaters started getting more involved with the story, the better the story is, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think it's the most interesting thing where it's like you see the story with Granola, like compared to him with the heaters. It's kind of like Vegeta when he was with Frieza, you know what I'm saying? Like he took over his family when he was young. He was like, put him on these suicide missions, not necessarily suicide missions, but like, you know, hired him on and worked under him, even though he was the one who killed their family. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy how that parallel works. So when Vegeta hears the story from um you know the Namekian that's Granola's friend, and like, yo, Bardock, <laughs> like to which we the, the one thing about this chapter that we hear is Bardock actually beat gas, but like we don't fig- figure out how. But you know we had that moment. It's like Bardock is a low class warrior. Da, 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 da. How did how did he do that? You know what I mean? Like, but oh, his, daddy, <laughs> his daddy got no hands. Say <laughs> he got beat by Bardock. <laughs> Word? We supposed to be scared of this guy? Bardock. I guess. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Um, but the fact that like he, he even said that was just like, alright, cool. But now we have Vegeta who is in this state of, you know, always developing. Like, I don't know. We we gotta give him at least some credit for that. Toriyama is doing something very different with Vegeta and like giving him like the, the development that we get to actually see versus like assuming from the end of Z. So like we actually get to see all of this stuff. And I think it's really cool how it's playing out for him. Um especially um it, it occurred to me that like this could also be Vegeta subtly doing his way with um tra- testing his way with ultra ego because you know he has to take a lot of damage to like you know power up. So I think he might also be secretly testing himself. Like, you know what? If I heal myself, what's the purpose of this form? You know what I mean? Let me take as much damage as possible and see how far I can push it. So like, that might be the other thing with this fight where Vegeta might be trying to test himself while Granola is, you know, he he gets to actually stand up and fight fight again. I think they're gonna, cause you know what I I don't like about Dragon Ball, and it, they do it a lot. And I think we've been arguing about it. Well, not arguing because we all agree. We we read Dragon Ball Super for the vibes until the oh, yeah. anime just comes oh, yeah. back. I really I read it because I've been watching this type shit since I was like in the single digits. So I was like, I am committed until I can no longer breathe. Yeah. But they usually are like, yo, we're waiting for Goku to save the gate, right? So Goku's like. This dude is acting like the decoy. I was like, all right, cool. He's like, yo, Vegeta, it's not really about who wins, which is rare for mm-hmm. this to come out of Goku's mouth. He's like, look, bro, you take the sense of me, you save us. And Vegeta's like, okay, bet. You <laughs> you handle this and I'll do it. But for him to be like, normally the old Vegeta be like, I'm going to take the sense of me, I'm going to kill this nigga, and I'm still probably going to beat Granola's ass. But when he heard the story, just like what AD said, I'm like, Oh, this nigga's growing because the old him would be like, I need to take this because my pride's hurt. But he's like, dude, as a man looking at another man, is like, I get this. This is not my kill. The fact that he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do a Chris Paul to you, bro. I'll give support. I'll help you when you need to. But this is one on one. He kills your mama. Hands kill this nigga. And I'm like, you know what, Vegeta, you're not so bad. You 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 basically are Dolph Ziggler. You basically get no fucking fucking wins. But you know what? All right, bro. I fuck with you. I fuck with you heavy, bro. They call my man Dolph, though. He ain't Dolph. LJ, what is he then? This dude doesn't get the hell no wins, no titles, no nothing. They, they just, it's just vibes. Just development and vibes, bro. Vegeta's Vegeta, man. Like, because, I mean, listen, there's a different type of there's a different type of thing that goes in with Vegeta, though, man. Like, he, he really... 
I'll say this. This is the first time we see Vegeta's, like, losses actually kind of mean something. I think before he was, I mean, he's still taking L's, which is whatever. But, you know, it, it's to the point where, you know, there was a time where Vegeta was just getting his asshole just to get his asshole. Like, all his ass whoopings were just humbling moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to humble this nigga. Like, that's it. But, like, even then, like, he doesn't technically lose this fight against Granola. I'll say that it was a good. It was, he was trading blows of Granola. Granola's having his moments. Vegeta was having his moments too. Um, but I, I think you, you know, this is this is kind of the moment where where you start to see Vegeta accept this like OG role with other fighters of like, listen, man, like, I, nigga, like I've been around the block a few times. Like, I know how. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's he's really like I know how this goes, my guy. Like you can't you can't fool me. Um, you know, and he obviously as he's continues to get stronger and find his own lane, but I don't know, man. Like I, I mean, Vegeta, I, like Vegeta is some of his best writing. I mean, I've mean, said it time and time again. Um, but now with this one, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I like that right now. We are seeing Granola really be the one who who is gonna get this main fight. I feel that it's ultimately gonna end with Goku winning. Are like coming in and, and saving the day somehow, some way. But, but I really hope Granola gets his. Uh, you know, I, I really hope there's a like Granola gets his moment. I think that's. I think that's how this this should end. Um, especially because we know Frieza isn't pulling up at all. Yeah. I think I think the fact that now that Oil has his power, like Frieza's not pulling up at all. Yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, I think we're getting to the point where it's like it wouldn't be any point for Frieza to pull up at this point. We may see Frieza pull up like after the results because you know that you know he's still wrapped up in all of this. So he at worst he may be in the next arc. You know what I mean? Like and it could play off of, you know, the after effects of this. Um but yeah, I think I think at this point Dragon Ball is heading into a very interesting direction. Um, is it? Pre- I'm expecting the unexpected, uh, surprisingly, because they. I feel like they are trying to build up to something. Like, if it doesn't happen, cool, it's still Dragon Ball. But like, I would like to be a little surprised and see like where they go with Vegeta's character if they allow him to actually get a W for the first time. You know what I mean, like, or is it finally time to pull the trigger? You know what I mean? Maybe it might be. It, it might. Be. I, don't <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I don't know. Listen, Vegeta gets a big win. The internet might break. And that's what I'm saying, dog. Like if I don't want to get. I don't want to get. Win, if Vegeta gets a huge win, the internet will break. Like I'm talking about. Like this is gonna be. This is gonna be than, like the Cubs won the World Series. Like breaking like a hundred year like you know championship streak. Like this is yeah. gonna be bigger than. LeBron bringing a championship to Cleveland, like nigga, this yeah. is gonna be the biggest moment in in pop culture. <laughs> if, if Vegeta gets a win, that's what I'm saying. Like the the hype is there, the hype is all there, the energy is there. Like you've you've humbled this man enough. This man, he, Vegeta Bingo, he actually held his left arm in this chapter. Um, but I think that it's finally time it should be finally time because Peter has so many humbling moments like we don't we don't seen him grow so much like from from his time with the Namekians to even with this moment like whether or not he wanted revenge for you know whoever actually put him into the situation that he did and 
you know, with Granola seeing kind of the after effects of his people, even though like he was put in a shitty situation. You know what I mean? Like it's we don't seen Vegeta wrapped up in so many things. I think it wouldn't it wouldn't be bad for them to finally pull the trigger and say, you know what, Vegeta, like, you know, you actually earned this moment. Nah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, we gonna see though. We are yeah. going to see. Yeah, I, I'm yo. I give up. There was a time that I thought Vegeta should have won. I was a one person, and at LJ right on cue, he's like, "All right, Skip, wait and see." Point that, as always, I have zero expectations for how they write Vegeta. That's why I'm calling him Vegeta Ziggler from now on. That's his nickname to me in the day. Vegeta Ziggler. So until if they somehow make him win, okay, cool. But he's Vegeta Ziggler. Anytime he's supposed to win, then I can give it to him. So that's all I got to say. I mean, I I, I agree. I agree, but I, at the same time, like it, it wouldn't be anything that I wouldn't expect. That's why I'm hoping for for them to surprise me. Nah, you know, like I said, Toriyama, Toriyama has his, he has his, uh, he has his formula. He has his formula. It works for him. I mean, I see Dragon Ball Super is still continuing to run. Millions and millions of people read it still every every time it drops. So we gonna see, man. We gonna see what happens with with this. Um, These two mangas right here. Yeah. Why these gotta be the two hottest mangas? <laughs> like, we need some more shit. We need some. We need something else to step up. Undead Unlock's been really great. Mash has been really great. Yeah. Loki yeah. hasn't been really, really good. I think Undead Unlock has been on. Loki Undead Unlock has been on a. My nigga, it's it's Ooh. been on a run. <laughs> Undead Unlock has been on a run right now. It might low key be the hottest thing that's running. I'll be there. I might have to put I, it out there. Uh, I don't know about all of that, but at the same time, like the story even that with, even with Jujutsu, bro, even what Jujutsu's doing right now. And granted, I really like this arc, um, but it's you know it's it's really good so far. But what the the shit that they Undead Unluck is doing with the story, especially with like Andy and every like, oh my mm. god, it's. It, it's really good like there's a there's a reason why they say like you know undead unluck mashley and um what was the third one that they Yozakura. said yozakura they said those are the those three right now or there are really the the next three that that's gonna hold it down for, for showing jump in, in a while yeah yozakura has been on a run too like the story with the family right now has been amazing that's been going crazy um black clover is still in the war like they had a recent yami chapter like where we get to see his kind of like feelings and you know the power of friendship but i think it was just done really well because it was like from yami's perspective he was like you know what i actually love y'all niggas too man like y'all my family it was, it was like a really wholesome chapter so like even with black clover i think that they're in a good point was there even any question that he didn't love these weird people? This bro dude is like the freaking like dark Nick Fury of like, look at these losers. I'm gonna make them special, and I'm gonna put them on the team of losers that are really winners. Like, yo, come on, bro. I knew it from the get. Like, yo, once he got this loud ass, yelling ass Asta to be like, yo, I don't know what's with you, kid, but I like you. You gonna be, you gonna hey, be alright. Asta is still one of my least favorite uh, main characters right now in Shonen. Hey man, that but man. Do you, do you dislike him more than Deku? If you do, you dislike him more than Deku? I think they're at the same level. Damn. All right. Because I, I really hate Asta. Really hate it. He's not. Uh, nah, he's. I mean, he's. If there's any time someone wants to say like 
if there's any time someone wants to say a character, a main character is really like Naruto, Asta's really that guy. Especially if you're talking about personality, just kind of just being loud and obnoxious. and Like, the loud and obnoxious shit doesn't really, like, it, it bothers me. Um, but, I don't know. Asta <laughs> pulls girls, too, though, man. That's the thing, man. Asta <laughs> got a lot of women that love him. That gives him, a, that gives him some plus points for me. I was about to say the same thing, but also Deku, Deku, Deku really don't be pulling them like that. He got on Chaco, but like other than that, man, they everybody be friends on that guy. I mean Toga. Nah, Toga low key only feeling Toga low key feeling on Chaco on the low. Oh man. Um <laughs> on the low. <laughs> you really feel it on Chaco, but it's you know like, I was about to say I was about to say at least for um I don't know. If you take the personality away from Deku, you probably end up with someone like Mash. So, like, at the same time, like, I guess that's a plus for Mash more than anything. Like, for Mash. Because, like, that nigga nigga just be wanting to work out and just kicking shit. But but Mash was more deadpan than anything. Like, he's very, like, you know, he... You know, he, he dry humor throughout it. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he's the opposite of Asta. Yeah, yeah, I like that though. I like drier characters. I like characters that are more like reserved and quiet, and more like I just want to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like characters like that. I like characters that just don't. They you know what? I don't, I'm just trying to do my thing. But if I have to murk you, I will. I feel. I, like I think. I think Mashal. I do have to catch up on Undead Unluck, so I feel like there's a lot other pro because you guys talk about it a lot. And I feel like now that, you know, we have free time, we get into the holidays, I'm about to like power read that. Cause not that many chapters. I think it's still under 100, right? Like, on- yeah, it's, it's pushing like 90 right now. Yeah, I can I can catch up. But um, now, nah, Mashal to me is always like, I need that that in Sokomoto days. I'll talk about that every chance I get because oh, they Sakamoto, don't be making it. There we go, Sakamoto days. That's the other one. Sakamoto days, Mashal, and Undead Unluck. Those are really the next three up for Nah, those are, I mean, if you're putting Undead and Luck with there, that's, it's probably like super good because Sokomoto Days, it doesn't make sense how good it'd be getting. It's like, I know we put Spy, uh, Spy Family in like that kind of like God tier of like, it's just wholesome, but like with the shit's action type shit. But Sokomoto Days is like a notch under it of like, it's not pure. It's basically violence, epic violence and vibes. Like, yeah. the Spy Family is like you know covert violence and vibes. Like it's like it's mad cute. Like you can watch you, your kids can watch it. But so Mother Days is for people like us. Like oh you cutting people up, bet. Oh you shooting people in their face, bet. Oh you exploding people, let's go. I I love that show so much. That and Mashal, like, it gives me that comic relief and extreme violence that I love. Uh, Sakamoto Days is really amazing too. I mean even this latest chapter. I think this latest chapter was some of the. Like great, it was like good, really good storytelling. <laughs> I guess it's like really good writing on this latest chapter where you're getting the background of the serial killer. And you, you know, you start kind of seeing like how he became a serial killer. Like I, I was like, yo, like, is he like this is in his writing bag right now? <laughs> like, what? I was like, he's really like he's writing writing right now. I'm like, okay, like I, I like this. Like, um, nah, man, it's this was uh it, like I, I completely agree with Skip. I think Sakamoto Days is, is something also very special. I think, man, right now Shonen Jumps in, in in a really good position. They've been getting stronger and stronger every season. I feel like, um, especially after they make cuts. Um, yeah. 
You think it just seems that they, I don't know. It just seems that they, you know, the thing things are things always fall into place for them. I think Children yeah. X right now is probably my favorite thing out of Shonen Jump. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Shonen Jump's, Shonen Jump's in a really good spot right now. Yeah, same. I've been really enjoying Don and I. That's been like turning up for me every chance I get the chance to read it. Um, Man, I really wish they could put it on the app, but yeah. it's, it's 18+. plus. I'll be reading on Manga Plus. Like They don't put all of them on Manga Plus, but I'll be... Just because they had it like on there for a certain amount of time, which I don't know why they did that. Like, bro, put it back. Like, y'all got that power. Come on. Oh, uh, but like, I, I that's just been where I'm reading it and where the story is right now. It's like really, really good. Like, Okarun, like trying to trying to trying to work his game, man. It's, it's really fun to see this man trying to like run game because he don't want to lose his shorty, man. Like his first friend. Like that's just kind of fun. Um. I will say you got to give some credit to Dr. Stone, though, bro. Like, as much as, you know, niggas want to rag on it, you got to give it some credit. It's all. Yo, we at the finals, bro. LJ, yo, bro, come (laughs) on, bro. They're doing things that don't even make sense time wise. I'm looking at this like, yo, these dudes are literally in the Stone Age. They fast forward, they fast forward some more. They went, they did some time skips in there. They're literally saying, yo, this took us two months to figure this out, five months to figure this out, five years to figure this out. Yo, LJ, you don't ever have to hear me and AD talk about this again, but this is some real wholesome content. It's not like Spy Family good, but it's like, yo, bro, they're trying to. Yo, two of these people were like, yo, uh, was it Chrome and um, that girl? Uh, yeah, she, Suica. Yeah, they were like, yo, we want everyone to come back home. This is a rare time that I'm okay with the whole cheesy, like, you know, friend of Jesus, because nobody's really dying in this. It's like, it's like yeah. this is vibes and science. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, exactly. nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm straight. Y'all can't do anything. It's like, y'all can't sway me, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can sway y'all. Y'all can't sway me. All right. Listen, we, you already know what it is with me. I'm, mm-mm. Nope. Not even doing it. Not even doing it. I can't do it. Whatever. I'll read a science textbook. Once I dropped out of school, I said no more learning. <laughs> Once I dropped out of school, bro, I said science. PBS? What? Hell no. Nah. Turn this off. Wow. Turn this off. Uh, wow. Don't kids. And, uh, listen, kids, <laughs> drop out of school. <laughs> drop out of school and find your way. That's the best way I can give That's the best advice I can give you. Nah, it does that. Stay, stay in school, okay. Stay in school. Get you know what I'm saying. Do do your thing. Stay up until high school. Whatever you do for college, that's what you do. Graduate high school, okay. Yeah. Every yeah. every kid should graduate high school. After what you do after that, up to you, my guy. Graduate high school. But the yeah. uh, Doctor Stone is is you know put that put that next to the textbooks, bro. Nah. Nah. Wishbone, man, that's that that's that wishbone hour special right there, bro. <laughs> bro, I would have passed science with 90s if I had Dr. Stones when I was a kid. I'm letting you know, like the type of shit that wishbone, they talk about. Listen, bro, smash that right. between wishbone. These niggas and made the internet, nigga. Like, how the fuck did they even bro? Come on. Come on. Uh AD, let's wrap this up. Y'all, y'all are killing me now. What's no killing me? Uh man. All right, all right, all right. Skip, skip. Okay, before we get out of here, Skip, what is what, what is something that you're excited for that's coming yeah. out? Manga, manga wise. Manga, anime, anime wise, like whatever. What's something that what's something that, that is exciting you? Something that is, you know, get your heavy into right now. Um and and whatnot. 
Um, I'm kind of curious, even though it's a different type of game. So it's it's well, I saw with the game that I saw like that Dragon Ball Z, like kind of like spooky type game with the breakers. With like, oh yeah, the whole, that looks hard. That looks hard. That that's different because you know I'm not really I wasn't down with that Kakarot thing. Like I already I already watched it. I don't need to yeah. play all this shit again, right? So I wanted yeah. something different. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I think right now it's just really trying to tap into some more content. Like I've been catching up on um, Blue Lock. I've been catching up on like Tower of God and other things trying to find more plugs i had the chance to read uh what is it tokyo revengers and then that site went down so as soon as i was like the holidays are coming I'm about to read it so i need to find a new plug <laughs> to read it so i think right now it's catch up on tokyo revengers because i've been hearing so many guys talk about it so like, y'all love it man i'm, yeah, I'm gonna get to it and anime obviously spy x family people i know people know me as the anti-anime person but when it comes to certain shows i'm gonna watch that shit. when it comes spy x family I'm gonna watch that shit. I'm oh, tapped yeah, in. Definitely. There's very few things I wanna watch. I wanna watch that shit. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, also, Skip, tell people where they can find you, man. You be doing yes, everything, man. You 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 got Skip got like 150 hustles. That's why I fuck with him. <laughs> Skip yeah. fuck him out of Skip fuck around and sell you car insurance. As long as it's a good deal, bro. But um I know for me right now <laughs> No for me, uh it's Hey, skip from BK on um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can follow my website because I have my podcast coming out. It's not cool like these guys when it comes to covering manga and anime, but it really is interviewing like you know a lot of black and brown progressive people. I have two seasons out now. It's called Dreams Money Can Buy. It's on Cope Alpha. Um, just check me out, and uh, you'll probably see me more. I always retweet these guys. Shout out to these guys, just being consistent with the. Uh, glad to have them weekly because I didn't know how I was surviving by weekly, but I love what these guys are doing. LJ and AD, they really cover a space that I thought I wasn't allowed to talk about publicly. So I am so happy that we have the big eyes and the lookout on RC. Yo, shout out to you guys. Appreciate you guys always. Nah, man. Love, yeah, man. bro. Love. All love, always. man. Listen, you already know open door policy on the on the big eyes for you. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you want to come on, anyone pop up, man, just just say the word, send a text, and we on. Uh, but nah, make sure y'all tap in with Skip though, bro. He's always one one thing I always appreciate about Skip is that you know, you know we always you know we pop our shit back and forth, but you know Skip Skip genuinely just wants to see people win, and like that's that you know that I know that for a fact that he just be trying to you know see others win and you know keep it genuine. So always appreciate you, Skip, uh, for coming on. And man, you know the, the, the banter is always fun, my guy. The, welcome to the dark side. Listen, welcome to the dark side. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all go follow the lookout RNC on wherever you uh, on all socials, and make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Same with RNC Radio Live, man. Make sure y'all subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. RNC Radio Live on Twitter, Instagram, whatever else on socials. Yada yada yada. Y'all already know what it is. Big eyes. You already know, man. Please read more manga, watch more anime, and be on the lookout, only on the lookout for the Big Eyes Podcast.